Welcome to yet another episode of the Diamond Lane Podcast. It's the Thanksgiving episode. Uh, normally we put out episodes every Friday, but this time we're going to put up an episode Wednesday. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. It's a big week. Uh, we got thanks. We got uh, college hoops starting on Wednesday. We got three NFL games. We got some college football games. And uh, it's a great it's a great week for sports. It's a fantastic week for sports. I wish COVID wasn't a thing. So yeah, we could true. all enjoy Thanksgiving together. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah. I wish we could have fans at some of these rivalry games because it would be amazing mm-hmm. to see fans this week at these college football games. Um, we have a great slate of NFL games. Not, I don't think we're going to get what we got lot this past weekend in just amazing football games all around. Like, all in all, great football games from India, Indianapolis and the Packers to the Chargers had another great game. Um, just all around, like, you know. Uh, Chiefs, Raiders, Monday, Chiefs. Sunday Night Football. Titans, Ravens, great game. Yeah, true, overtime. And yeah, no, so it's uh, even the Monday night game. The Rams, Tampa Bay was great last night. Uh, so, mm-hmm. no, it's it's a good another good, good slate of just great all-around sports, and I'm excited for a little call troops to be back for sure. Before we talk about the slate, we got to discuss NBA free agency. Now, this oh, podcast yeah. was start, this podcast was started as an LA LA sports podcast, and we branched out. But the Lakers are in line for another NBA title. Man, the, Rob Palinka is the goat. He stays making great moves, uh, getting Montrezl Harrell to sign for cheap. Bringing back KCP, bringing in Marcus Saul. Yeah, and, and the, Lakers to, got, the Lakers got the best roster. Yeah, and and to, to talk about what you just said too, to bring in Montrezl Harrell, two years, nineteen mil, when he could have easily, oh, like the Hornets would have offered him fifteen to twenty mil a year, like the mm-hmm. Hawks, the Hawks would have offered him fifteen to twenty mil a year, and he would have been starting on those teams. I don't even think he's not even going to start on our team on the Lakers. Because bringing in yeah. Marcus Saul for two years, five point three million, that mm-hmm. guarantees LeBron James is coming back for another two years next year, and then Anthony Davis is now reconstructing his contract because he's going to have to back end his contract so they can sign oh. LeBron. Yeah, and we then, also forgot the we also forgot they traded for Dennis Schroeder. Great, tra- great pickup. Traded for Dennis Schroeder, which took away Danny Green's contract. It was a little absurd at the at the age. Then. Traded yeah. JaVale McGee, whose contract is whatever, good asset, but then got the cap space to sign Marcus Gasol on the 5.3 mm-hmm. deal. And then to bring in Caldwell Pope back on three or 40 mil, a team would have paid him 60 mil after what he did last year, yeah. especially because he's a quote-unquote shooter. And look what shooters are getting paid from Fred Van Fleet at 85 to the, Joe Harris. the finesse god Gordon Hayward, who doesn't even shoot that well. No, and then also bringing back Markeith Morris, huge deal for the Lakers. Wesley Matthews, Wesley Matthews, three point six, which I think is a little bit of an upgrade from Danny Green because we got a better shooter in Dennis Schroeder than Rondo for sure. We got mm-hmm. a we have a shooting big man now in Marcus Gasol. We're still going to have rebounders in Montrezl Harrell, Marcus Gasol, and Anthony Davis, and obviously LeBron James. And mm-hmm. then you bring in. Wesley Matthews, who can shoot the three. You have Contavious Pope who can shoot the three. Caruso's clearly getting better. I mean, and defensively, we didn't get worse. Yep. And that's the big thing. You have Mark Gasol yep. and AD 
who are just going to two defensive player of the years, you know? So, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, what's the Lakers' starting five next year? Is And obviously, you know, Braun, AD, KCP are starting. Who Do you start? I think you go. West, do you start? So, Wesley Matthews, Caruso, Schroeder, and at the center, do you start Mark? Do you start? So, so here's, here's the thing. We saw Schroeder and Montrez have so much success off the bench in their respective teams last year. Like, mm-hmm. Montrez was obviously sixth man of the year, and then Schroeder was number two. And Schroeder was the leading scorer off yeah. the bench in the NBA. So, why take them – if it ain't broke, don't fix it in that way, you know? Sure. Or they didn't start, why bring them onto a team to start them when they came to a team not mm-hmm. to start but to win a ring? When you have players now where you worked Caruso into the starting lineup where he's produced himself as one of the elite, more elite perimeter defenders now. I think you have to start Caruso. You, that's what I'm year. saying. So you start Caruso. Yeah. You maybe start Caldwell Pope. Casey, yeah, KCP. But you could also argue – bring him in with the second squad because then it makes our second no, squad even I, better. I, I like them starting KCP. So I think you're going to have KCP, then LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Marc Gasol. I think that will be our starting lineup. And then I think we're going to have still LeBron James handling the ball there. And then Dennis Schroeder will come in and then he'll handle the ball. I don't think we're going to see yeah, Alex so- Caruso handle the ball as much as he did in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, like, But he's still a good ball handler. The first- with the first team, you don't need a ball handler. You got LeBron James and Anthony Davis, who is a point forward. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you also have uh, Markeith so, Morris on the bench. You have yes, their, be- their so bench is so deep. That second unit, you have Schroeder, Wesley Matthews, Kuz, Montrez, Keith, uh, and then uh, th- and then they're, they're, they're not done. and then and then uh, Thornton or. Th- or th- Thornton Tucker. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Horton Tucker. Horton Tucker. Thornton Tucker. <laughs> Horton Tucker. And then you have um, I'm Giannis's younger brother who's getting better and better. Like, it's just – Jared Dudley. Jared, you have players that are going to give you minutes. And, yeah, uh, I mean, their team mm-hmm. – I think they're the team to beat again, especially that Clay got hurt. If Clay didn't get hurt – with the moves they made to get Kelly Oubre and all that, it would be different. I think. I mean, I don't think they make the. I don't think they make the Oubre move if Clay doesn't get hurt. I agree with that. Um, but I also wouldn't be surprised to see the Lakers. We could use another point guard, like a point. I mean, point guard, just one more. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised to see them give Isaiah Thomas a chance. Like. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know who's available for the Jared Batman. Dudley. Know, Jared obviously. Dudley is actually not re-signed with the Lakers as of now. Just to let you know, I thought he re-signed. Uh, as of what I'm reading on CBS, they he mm. is not re-signed. But I would love, uh, I'd love the Lakers to try and get a white side for the vetmen. Yeah, I mean, we could go. Gerald Green is still available. Maybe. You have Tyler Johnson from the Nets available, but he's going to want some money. You have CJ Miles available. Um, Yogi Ferrell available, like you, Noah Vonley. You could, you could. There's talent around, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, outside the Lakers, I think there's two teams in the West that got significantly better. Give me, give the me your take. Portland Trailblazers. Boom, that's mine. Portland, that's mine. And 
And the Phoenix Suns. Uh, I'm going to agree with the Suns. The Suns, of course, Chris Paul, incredible move. So, re-signing, re-signing Dario Sar- Saric, huge, and getting Etwan Morin from the Pelicans was a great deal yeah. for the Suns. They needed plus Chris, a defender. Plus you get like a bona fide point guard. But you also, defensively, they need a defender. Etwan Moore is a good defender. Like, he is. Mm-hmm. Devin Booker isn't the great defender. Um if they could bring in one more person, they re-signed Javon Carter. Great move. Oh, they brought in Langston Galloway from the Pistons. Honestly, mm-hmm. very solid two-way player. Great shooter. And, dude, the Pistons absolutely could make moves. And I totally agree with you, the Blazers. But break that down for me because, like, I agree with you 100%. I mean, obviously, trading for Robert Covington, huge pickup. They needed wing defense. They got some um, – they traded for Enos Cantor. Um, they did something else. Harry Giles. Cantor, Harry Giles. Which, I mean, Harry Giles doesn't like hasn't like proven much to his NBA career. That's yet. true, but it's it's still a good move. And they signed jo- Derek Jones Jr. as well. Mm, yes, that. And then also re-signed oh, Mello. They, Carmelo. Yep. Yeah. Also, I totally forgot to add in the Suns, dude. The Suns. The best move they made besides Chris Paul is they signed Jay Crowder, three year, thirty million. Yeah, oh, that was because they lost Aaron Baines, which doesn't matter because DeAndre Ayton mm-hmm. is going to be their center of their future. They'll probably re-sign Check Diallo at twenty four as well. Aaron Baines is thirty three. Let him go to the Raptors, but to bring in Jay Crowder, that's a move. That's a huge move. Yeah, and everyone wants to play with Chris no, Paul. Everyone wants to play with Devin Booker, and yeah, if there's a if there's a um. A team that's looking on the rise, finally, since the Steve Nash era, it might be the Phoenix Suns. And the Blazers, to add on, they lost no one. The Blazers lost no one. Yeah. It's just, it's tough with the Blazers because, like, look at their center core. Like, they have Cantor, they have Nurkic, they have Zach Collins. Zach Collins might not play this year, though. He's coming off an ankle surgery. So that's why they brought in Cantor. Yeah. And Whiteside is Whiteside. Um, so, so my biggest loser, um, though, I have a biggest loser in all this. What the hell are the Pistons doing, dude? So, dude, they're signing centers and well, they're pulling a twenty-eight. They're pulling a twenty-nineteen New York. Well, they also had an. Inc- they had a very, very, very solid draft, right? Um, uh, yeah, they got took the point guard. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hayes. Um, they had Hayes. And then they also took Seku Dumbia and Isaiah Roby. Like, oh no, I'm sorry. That was that was absolutely wrong. They took Killian Hayes with the number seven, and then they added um, who? They did not add Demarcus. No, Jones. that was that was that was a a thing playing in the background. No, they added um, yeah. two more players. Uh, Day. Sadiq, Sadiq Bay. Bay. I was gonna Sadiq. say. I which I he looks he's good and they added a I, I like Sadiq Bay out of a out of no but he was good Jalen Hayes yeah three great draft picks all things they needed and then they go and then no Isaiah Stewart oh they signed Jalen out of Washington they got Isaiah yeah. Stewart out of Washington Sadiq Bay and Keelian Hayes and signed Jalen Hands like all great moves. Players different positions. They they needed one, two, and three, and then they go in and they 
lose Christian Wood. Mess up everything. They lose Christian Wood, which was a way better pickup because he's actually he's 25, 25 years, old. years old. And the Rockets paid him pretty dirt cheap for what everyone else is getting paid right now. And then they go and sign Mason Plumley for 25 mil and then Jeremy mm-hmm. Grant for 60 mil when they have Blake. Blake they, Griffin still Blake, for two more years. Jeremy Grant's going to back up at twenty mil a year. Like Blake Griffin's about to run shooting what you, guard. What are they doing? <laughs> uh, I I don't hate the trade uh, they made with the Clippers, Landry Shamit for Luke Kennard. I don't hate that either. I'm not sold on Luke Kennard. I also like, like Landry. They traded a shooter for a shooter, straight up shooter for a shooter. But it's like, what are you going to do with that when you just have five? They also five signed- big men. They also signed Julio Okafor. Yes, for for two years at four point four. Like I just I don't get I don't get what they're no, doing. The, the Pistons make no sense. And I thought and and they got Josh uh, Jackson. Like they were making moves that made sense, and then they go and sign like six big men. And it's like yeah. Dwayne Casey. I don't know what Dwayne Casey's doing. Also, shouts out to the Hawks. Just real quick uh, before we end this segment, getting Chris Dunn, Rajon Rondo. Like, that's yeah. They got Danilo I, Gallinari. I, I mean, they made they made decent moves. They're, I don't think it's going to improve them much, but it's going to get them to the next level. I don't get. I don't get the Hawks. Why draft? You have John Collins, Clint Capella. Why draft? Why draft Onyeka Collins? Yeah, that's like that one you, is. That I mean, made no sense. Onyeka is like six ten though, so you could make the argument if you. But he's going to compete with you John can make Collins. The argument, though, that you John Collins is a good enough ball handler, where you move him down to the three, and then you just play big. But in this day, oh, they also signed, they also Danilo. signed Bogdanovich and Danilo, and Danilo. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I'm. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it would be Trey Young, Bogdanovich, Danilo, Collins. Um, Capella. I mean, they, they could go like, smaller and like start what? Collins at the five, move Anyeka at the four if he starts improving. You know, I mean, Collins, according to ESPN, Collins, like Collins and uh, Okongwu are both six. Yeah, nine. like, I mean, they could go Draymond like, Green just, small with Trey Young, but I don't know. Sure, they have so many like good, like younger players, like. Reddish is 21. Uh, DeAndre Hunter is 22. Trey Young's 22. John Collins is 23. Yeah, I they got so much talent and good coaching. Like Capella and John are 26. Coaching. I think they're gonna figure it out. They have they have the right pieces. It's just a matter of what they do with them. Because it's not like it doesn't make sense. They could make sense with what they're doing. It's not the Pistons, you know. Yeah, I mean, like obviously Trey Young is gonna be a starter. DeAndre Hunter is going to be a starter. John Collins is going to be a starter. Filling out the other, I think you put Bogdanovich in there, and you put maybe Capella in there, and then you have a a very deep bench with young players, and just let them figure it out, type of thing. Maybe this is a another building year that goes up and up, but I don't know. Also, a team I'm not, I'm shocked about. I'm shocked the Knicks didn't somehow mess up for you. No, they actually made. Decent moves. Decent move. They signed everyone to at least like they signed everyone to like a one year contract. They got Rivers. They got Burks. Alfred um, Payton. Resigned. Resigned Alfred him. Payton. Yeah, like 
Nerlens Noel. Like Leon Rose seems to be knowing they, what he's doing. They kind of made decent move. Alec Burks, yeah. Like I, I mean, I'll, obviously this isn't this isn't enough to win. Make the playoffs, but it's still it's the right moves. the right direction for them for sure, and I like their draft pick this year. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll yeah, I like Obi. Um, so we'll see. Just I think they should have. Uh, I think they should have taken Denny. So they should have taken. They saw how a European worked last time. Why didn't they try again? Like, uh, you know what? I don't know. But anyway, that's. I feel like basketball is too far away to keep keep going because we could go all day we got (laughs) we got we got just we got just in their month till till ring night at staples center fans in attendance uh, i know i know and if anyone if anyone got the kobe brisley's don't let us know because we'll come to your house and steal them yeah (laughs) yeah uh but moving along we got an interesting sort of faux rivalry week um in college football Auburn, the Iron Bowl is happening. Civil War is happening. Uh, uh, the Apple Cup was supposed to happen. We got Stanford Cal, I guess, is considered. Yeah, true. That's a um, rival. Central Florida, um, South Florida, bang, huge one. Boom. Just not really, but um, is a big yeah. one. Central Michigan, Eastern Michigan. It is It is considered Georgia Southern, Georgia State. It is considered the Kentucky, Kentucky Florida. I it's I don't know uh, it's faux, faux rivalry. rivalry that's a good way to put it Penn State Michigan and uh, <laughs> like faux rivalry um there's some good like there's there's, there's some decent no no, no, no. it's gonna be interesting it should be I mean um I'm interested to see what UCLA does against Arizona this week after having well, a really, really 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 good gonna... appearance against Oregon and like. Obviously, me being an Oregon fan, I heard a lot of people like shitting on Oregon and being like Oregon should. And it's like, I kind of took it more as like, hey, UCLA is good. Like, they're getting I mean, there. That now brings up the question: Do they keep? Do they go to DTR or do they start the freshman? I mean, dude, you you gotta let him keep going. He he played amazing. Like, it's the que- it's the question. I mean, he did make some. He made, some but mistakes. it didn't cost them the game. Uh, they had chances. It's just Oregon was better. At I the mean, end. There were, that's what it came down to. There was there was that there was that pick six at the end of the half. Yes, but at the same time, does DT make a, a better play than that, or does he do the same thing and try to force the ball down the field? Yeah, I, I think he does the latter. Like, it's just, I think most college, I think Tyler Show would have made that play. I think the only people who don't make the play is Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, like Justin Herbert last year. You know, like. Most college quarterbacks probably would have made that play that he made. It wasn't – it was a dumb play, yeah. but Tom, we saw Tom Brady do the same thing two weeks ago. Are you worried about Oregon's running attack against the UCLA defense, which isn't great, 34 rushes for 88 yards? I mean, no, but it's also a testament to how bad C.J. Verdell's been so far. Like, dude, he's had three mm. – Three fumbles last two weeks, four fumbles total this season in the last three weeks. Like, when our number one back is having that many issues holding onto the ball, it kind of runs everything down. And then also, we had the least amount of starts combined in our offensive line out of any Division One team coming into week one this year. 
because we lost every single offensive lineman to the draft besides Panay Sewell, who is getting ready for the draft. Like, every single mm-hmm. offensive lineman is playing for an NFL team right now that was protecting Justin Herbert last year. And that's why the Chargers are trying so bad to stay afloat at that number three or four pick because they would love to bring Panay in with Justin. That'd be a connection made in heaven right there. So I'm not too concerned about it. Again, a testament to UCLA and Chip Kelly just being a solid coach, honestly, and finally starting to figure out this UCLA program. Yeah, this, uh, the, obviously the biggest game of the week is Notre Dame, yep. North Carolina, Friday afternoon. Weird. After Thanksgiving, um, a people are going to have COVID. Sam Howell COVID Fest. In those states, COVID Fest after Thanksgiving. We already know that. Yeah, that's at North Carolina. Um, this is where Notre Dame has to show up. They can't have a disappointment spot. Uh, Notre Dame is coming off a bye. And this is like two good quarterbacks, Sam Howell versus Ian Book. Ian Book is good. Um, Ian Book has proved himself. He has proved himself. Yeah. And so I, it's just Notre Dame – or North Carolina has an amazing offense. A bad defense. Notre Dame has a good defense and a good offense. So it'll be interesting to see how the Notre Dame defense faces this great. I think it's going to be a close first half. I think Notre Dame is going to make some adjustments in the second half. Their defense is going to be able to stop them for a drive or two, maybe three even. And then they'll jump out to a few score lead. Mm -hmm. Because I think Notre Dame's defense isn't good enough to compete with. I mean, uh, sorry, North Carolina's defense is not good enough to compete with Notre Dame's defense. And Notre Dame's offense is good enough to compete with North Carolina's offense. So I think if mm. Notre Dame stops them a few times, Notre Dame's going through North Carolina. I, th- I don't think – I think we might see maybe one punt from Notre Dame this game, honestly. Take the under in punts. Under in punts in this game. Like <laughs> – Whatever that yeah, whatever exactly. that number is, take um, the under because not many people punting. A lot of fourth down goes. No. Um, I, what I, other games? Uh, Texas, I love Iowa Texas, State. Iowa State. Should, should, be a, should Friday might be the game? best game of the year. Friday might be the afternoon. best game of the weekend. And the reason I say that is because Iowa State needs this victory. Like they, That's the only team they've lost mm-hmm. to. So, if... I no, I would say it lost to. Oh, I'm sorry. Was um, they're six and two. Iowa State six and two with losses at University of Louisiana and OK State and OK in a State. close game. And Louisiana is Louisiana is yeah, not They're twenty three. They're good, and no. so this is a huge test of Iowa State because they're in Texas versus Texas. As everyone knows, we're, they're going to have fans there. So this is going to be more of a home game for them than a lot of these other teams are getting. And this is going to be a huge testament to what Iowa State's truly about. I actually think they're going to pull this one off. Because um, Texas, I don't, Iowa State, I don't Ooh, think Iowa Texas State? is as good as people think they are. I don't think they even should be ranked. Yeah, they're, they're, they're ranked uh, sheerly Texas out of their name. Coming off of- 
I mean, they're coming off – their two losses were to Oklahoma and TCU, and they're coming off wins over uh, Baylor, OK State, and West but, Virginia. Okay. So, and we – let's not forget, literally 10 minutes ago, the college football announced the first ranking for the playoffs. Rankings. Texas is 17 at 5-2. and two. That's a little ridiculous. Like – over Oklahoma State, yeah. Oklahoma State's twenty three. They have Marshall at twenty one, who's seven and zero. Coastal Carolina's twenty. Coastal Carolina's ranked higher than Texas in the AP rule, but Texas is ranked higher in Coastal Carolina. Like, uh, they're ranked higher than North Carolina. Like, I uh, I think North Carolina would wipe Texas. I think yeah, I USC know. would wipe Texas this year, and USC is ranked eighteen. So I mean, I mean, but if you look at the college football poll, BYU's fourteen. Yeah, people I mean, it's eight. all strength of schedule, too. They take everything into account. They also, of course, stack heavy at Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State at the top four. But I love Texas A&M right there, dude. <laughs> Texas A&M is going to give Alabama a run for their money in that title game. Um, oh, no, just kidding. They're in the same um, West. They're not going to play in the title game. Texas A&M mm-hmm. is unfortunately going to have to hope that Notre Dame gets blown out by Clemson in the ACC championship game or Clemson or oh, Clemson oh, loses, loses to Notre Dame in that game. championship game. Cause then Clemson at seven and two will not get in yeah. or 10 and two and Texas A&M will get in. Um, but you could also make the argument Cincinnati could skip all of them if they go undefeated. Yep. Who knows? Who knows what is going to happen? Um, no, it should be a very interesting last few weeks of the season to see who's going to, uh, who's going to make a run at the Natty and who's going to be play? It's upset funny that bid. the same night we have college football first rankings coming out is the same night we're gonna wake up and have the opening tip off to college basketball. It's kind of it's kind of poetic. No, if only if only Oregon's game wasn't yeah. canceled already due to COVID. What do you mean? Oh, Eastern Washington had two players test positive. So Oregon's. You have, we have Duke. You know, I'm just number I'm just, number two I'm versus gonna... eighteen canceled. Baylor versus Arizona already for scheduled for tomorrow. We have Duke canceled, Creighton canceled, Tennessee canceled, and Oregon canceled. That is seven number top twenty five teams not playing tomorrow because of COVID. Like. Is this season going to happen? I, I'm just going to be happy with whatever. I think so. I'm just going to be happy with Who whatever. Who are you looking forward to the most? Watching. Nah, uh, I'm interested to see what Cade Cunningham Texas can do Tech. at a OK State. At OK State. A, OK State. Yeah, he, a, I mean he's projected OK the number one pick. Um, I'm interested. Yeah, uh, I like what Nova can do. It'll be interesting to see what. Uh, UConn does in their first uh, in the uh, yep. being back in the Big I'm East. I'm interested to see um, truly be just Big Ten race. Big Ten race, love it, and I'm truly interested in the Pac-12. Not even in Oregon. I'm really looking forward to watching Stanford play this year because I love Z- Zaire Williams. Is dope, uh, dude. Zaire I Williams? think he's gonna yeah. keep them afloat because Pac-12 is not gonna be very good at bat and like. And I think he's going to sneakily take be the player of the year in that conference this year. There's not too – It's either going to be – Oh, Remy's good. Remy Remy's good, good. But, I mean, 
And then you yeah. you look at, I mean, I wish Jonathan Kamunga, I wish we were going to get to watch him play in college because he's really good. I think it hurt his draft stock to go to the G League. Um, but I'm also really looking forward to watching BJ Boston out of Sierra Canyon as well, ball at Kentucky. Um, he's a baller, dude. He's projected third in the next year's draft. I I could see him see him doing some things. And then the seven footer at USC too. Yep. Baller. Yeah. Oh Mobley. Right. So it'll be interesting, but you know, it'll be a fun week of college football and basketball. It'll be dope. Yeah, moving along oh. to the NFL, where three games, three games, uh, three I just interesting want to give you a shout out Thursday. While we talk, before we move into full NFL, uh, last week you did say you had full faith in your Rams to take out Tom Brady. And yes, sir. For any team, any team that can get pressure on the and quarterback Aaron is Donald going to be did the that. Um, they all did that. <laughs> Their whole defense did that. And Jalen Ramsey played Almost really well. That. Mike Evans, a grown man, but that happens. Chris Godwin, I mean, jumped over someone. That happens. The, but <laughs> they won the game. The the, the Bucks also got away with some some Very some interesting, interesting calls. But calls. I will say, Mike Evans lost me one fantasy league, but Chris Godwin won me one fantasy league and clinched me first place for the playoffs in two weeks. So thank you, Chris Godwin. Shouts out to you, brother. Man, I don't even want to talk. Fan. I'm. I, I had. I had Tyree kill. I had a Taysom Hill at my dude. I had Dalvin Cook three weeks ago and still lost when he dropped forty seven. So I feel you. I had Todd Gurley put up well, two points. If anyone needs fantasy points. advice, hit me up because I'm clinched first place in one league, going into the playoffs in two weeks, and then I am tied for first place in the other with two games left and playing the last place teams in both. Next game, so we'll we'll see. But I need Kamara and Russ to start producing more. And Adam Thielen getting COVID did not help. All right, sorry, <laughs> that's my fantasy rant no, for the day. We're done. Let's let's move on to the amazing NFL side. Um, we got. <laughs> yeah, so we got three Thanksgiving games. One of them's gonna actually. I, I actually am gonna. I'm gonna. Are gonna be good. I'm totally Ravens gonna go on the flip side. I think issues. they're all gonna be good. Because I think the end of 2020 is going to be great. I think we all need it. I think we're going to have just great sports from here on out. Let's just hope for the best, Garrett. Come on. Everything's going to be great. I I mean, yeah, but (laughs) Washington, Washington, Dallas. Not great games to – Who cares? Not great games to really bet on Because who the fuck knows? (laughs) Like, I mean – Ravens, Steelers, like – it's a rivalry yeah, game, but the Ravens are dealing with COVID. No, seriously. Who you, knows if they that might game happens? Think I, might, I got a call from Harbaugh. He might fly me in, uh, get me COVID test to be the running back because they don't have one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, there's other options, you. but, you know, my agent phoned me in, let me know. Um, yeah. But, no, seriously, who's – they have yeah. Gus Edwards, I think, is their only healthy running back because Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins have COVID. I mean – Give yeah, you also have Lamar. You could just back. do run. No, yeah. RG3. bring in RG three. Trace McSorley and hand the ball off to Lamar. 
But Sunday, there's some interesting games. I'll say that. First, Sunday, there first are some game very interesting games. Catches my Tennessee, Indianapolis. Ah, amazing game. Yes. Right. For the division. The division. It's basically for the division. determining who's going to win the division. The, uh, the Colts. The Colts beat them, I think, two weeks in ago, a three weird ago game. on a Thursday in night. A weird game um, where the Colts defense yeah, exactly. really, really dominated um, Derrick Henry. Held, I mean, it was a hundred yard game, sure, but like if Derrick Henry doesn't, if Derrick Henry has a hundred yards, mm-hmm. that's a good game for your defense. Like if he doesn't do anything else in a hundred yards, yeah. that's you. Yeah. You made a lot of tackles. That's <laughs> just because he's mm-hmm. that good. The Colts. The Colts defense. I think they're number one. I think they're number one five. right now. In the league, and I think uh, I think the, oh, like, I think yeah, the total the total yardage and everything. Uh, yeah, but I, Colts are good. Yeah, the Colts defense I, is keeping them in yeah. games and keeping them in this season. Also, also the Colts offensive line has been incredible. They've only allowed and nine that's a sacks big testament to keeping year. Phillip Rivers because with Phillip Rivers stays especially with and, yeah, especially and he's been Phillip good Rivers, this year moving. because he's been protected. Mm-hmm. The Colts have also gotten really good production out of their rookies. Uh, they got uh, the guy to Utah Black. Jonathan Taylor's uh, been great. Pittman's been good. Um, Jonathan Taylor. And then T.Y. Hilton uh, has Ron been a fantastic leader. You can tell he's teaching these youngins how to play off the line. I mean, mm-hmm. dude, the Colts are a legitimate contender. If they win this game, I have a lot of faith mm-hmm. that they could actually make some noise going into the playoffs and, like, the last team anyone would want to face is the Colts after what the or, or the Colts after what they did, what they're able to do with their defense and like the experience they have. So like, I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I they have Darius Leonard in the back. They have Defoe in the front. I'm, and I'm just naming their two stars off the top of my head. When they have their whole defense has been producing, their offense is filled with weapons. Yep. I don't know. I don't. And then on the flip side. It's a huge game for the Titans mm-hmm. because if the Titans defense could turn around and figure it out and hold the Colts offense and like get some pressure on, Derrick Henry finds his way through the defense a little bit. The Titans could be a genuine contender the way they ran through the mm-hmm. playoffs last year. Right. Yeah, they yeah, they ran through the Ravens. Yeah, and uh, I, I this mean, week, this past we'll week. see. But um other interesting games of the week, Chiefs, Broncos in Tampa. Chiefs, you said Chiefs, you said Brady. Chiefs, Broncos, Chiefs, Buccaneers. Classic matcher. <laughs> I was like, I was like yeah. against Brady, uh, but the Broncos. Uh, Cardinals, uh, Cardinals, Pat can be interesting in see what Kyler can do on the road. I'm in also Foxborough. Um, Raiders, Raiders Falcons, Falcons, very interesting game. Two, I'm also two really great looking at this um, Giants. Um, Bengals game. Bengals. Yeah, I'm a little biased because I'm a Giants fan for sure. Yeah, of course. Just... But depending on what happens, but the Bengals don't have. Depending on what Ryan happens Finley. in this Washington Cowboys game, Lord knows they could tie <laughs> at zero zero. Um, the Eagles. Yeah. The, I have very little faith the Eagles are beating the Seahawks this week. So. The Giants kind of have a wide open opportunity with the Eagles having the fifth hardest schedule the rest of the way. It's not like the Giants mm-hmm. need a high draft pick, really. They've kind of proven 
that they could make with what they, they can, have and then use their draft picks they have to then just keep the offensive line getting better and better and bring in more offensive linemen. Their defense is a top 10 defense this year and with injury with injuries. So like mm-hmm. I don't know. I I'm 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 keeping an eye on that game just for playoff implications for the really good NFC East, the the throttling NFC East. Yeah. Um, what was it? Uh, hold, let me pull up this exact tweet from uh, Michael Thompson. Let me see. Uh, he had a he had a very good. Let's see where where was this? This is Michael Thompson. He said the Eagles leading a division at three six and one is like, uh, is like what the he. He said, "You got well, hold on." You said, "You got to love the Eagles leading a division at three six and one re- record. That's like a Volkswagen Beetle leading the Indy five hundred at two hundred <laughs> at the two hundred fifty mile mark." It's not wrong at all. So, speaking of Indy five hundred, speaking of no. all that, now that we've gone through some of the slate, gone through college football, we both had a rough week betting wise in our picks last week. Let's be honest. I went. One in five in college football, <laughs> and and I went, I believe three and three in NFL, which is I'm at eighteen and eight in the last two weeks. I'm at nine. So nine I, I'm a looking a little better than weeks. you. That's for sure. I, um, yeah, no, I actually went. I sure. went four and one last week in NFL, so I'm seventeen and eight. So. I, I want to know. I'm interested. Let's go back to college football real quick. We've 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 discussed that. We'll we'll start instead of just having one pick, one pick, one. You know, we'll do we'll have six picks each week. You know, and I propose. All right. We have six yep. picks: college football and NFL. I propose we we add it up. We could we could throw away mm-hmm. the last two weeks. We could say we could say that was a bust. We could say that was Start just over. a practice to to get our feet wet. We so we uh, have four weeks left in college football with bowls and everything included, and then we have another six yep. weeks or so in NFL. Five weeks, five weeks, and then we could, we could and uh-huh. then we could do play and then we well, of course we'll do our playoff uh, picks. Five weeks. So I say we mm-hmm. combine our picks. We take record of what we have, and then. Loser has to maybe uh like throw someone like a ten dollar bonus for just being a smarter better or uh just a gentleman a gentleman's bet even you know sure we'll start it fresh uh, we'll start it we'll fresh ten dollars um we'll, and it'll fresh. be our it'll be uh, our way of betting because, because not, I don't not, actually be, bet these are just my advice to my fans because I know I have a lot of them so. <laughs> If I bet in the last, if I bet in the last two yeah. weeks, I would have made a lot of money uh, going seventeen and eight. So, yeah, yeah you, would you would have, you would have pushed a lot. <laughs> I feel it a lot. It's thank God, thank God, I didn't actually. All right, so so deal ten uh, ten dollars start, starting now, and we have six picks each NFL, and so twelve picks a week. And we'll just add them up. So we'll have we'll be, we'll have around like a hundred 
by the end of the four and six. What you know? Yeah, yeah. We'll have twenty four picks each plus twenty four college picks each, and then uh, forty eight. Uh, six. Yeah, we'll yeah. Have, we'll have a we'll have a decent. We'll one. have like sixty sixty five or something, and then with playoffs, right and then we can we can do a contingency on playoffs. Like whoever wins the regular season, then we could do double or nothing on the yeah. playoffs or something in NFL. Uh, oh yeah, no. We got a we got ways to go to them. Plus three hundred, hit him. So sure, you want to start with your college football picks? Um, all right, so I have Notre Dame. I'm taking Notre Dame minus four and a half at UNC. I think they're doing it. I think they're doing it. Okay. I think it's I, five. I now? also think the spread okay. is five. So I'll change that to five. I'm still taking Notre Dame at five. I have Oregon minus fourteen at Oregon State, okay. dude. It's. I think that's just going to be a shit show. Got like, um, I've Iowa, Iowa State plus one and a half mm-hmm. in Texas. I don't know why they're plus. Like, yeah, Texas is at home. Texas, I, sure. What? Yeah, we can make that argument. But same thing with Miami the other week. You know, Miami was away and they ended up winning that game, and they were plus two. I have Northwestern minus 13 and a half at Michigan State. That's way too low. Michigan State has not been that good. It's I guess it's because it's at Michigan State, but um, mm-hmm. definitely slamming Alabama minus 24 and a half versus Auburn at Alabama. Minus 24 yeah. and a half is way too low. And then yeah. Texas A&M minus 14 at home against LSU when they were just ranked number five in the college football playoff against a terrible LSU team. I think they smash LSU. All right, hit yeah. me with yours, brother. Uh, I have two of the same. I'm riding yep. Bama minus 24 and a half. Bet. And I'm riding with Notre Dame minus five. As for my other picks, as for my other picks, I'm taking the Notre okay. Dame UNC over 67. I think a lot of points are going to be scored. I'm going to take Buffalo Kent State okay. over 68. Uh, Florida minus 23 and a half versus Kentucky. I think Florida is going to see what Bama does to Auburn, and they're going to put up a lot of points. Kentucky struggles against the pass defense. They struggled against Ole Miss. They struggled in Look what Bama, yeah, Bama 60, put up 60 yeah, points 60 on them last thrashing. week. Florida is going to – and my last pick is going to be the over in UCLA, Arizona, 68 and a half. A lot half. of points. UCLA a does not play defense. UCLA can score points. Kevin Sumlin, offensive coach. Yeah, it was hopefully 30, 38 some. to 35, Oregon. Some, uh, I, yeah, they scored 73 points in that game. Yeah. Lucky. Yep. And Hit me with yours first. No, you go first this time. Uh, you want to? Okay. Uh, Steelers minus five. Raiders okay. Falcons over 55 and a half. Giants minus five and a half versus the Bengals. Texans minus three versus the Lions. Give me the Bills and Chargers over 53 and a half. And a sneaky team, the Colts, the sneaky offense, the Colts, okay. Titans over 51. So you just inspired me because I totally realized um, I didn't have uh, a six pick. So I, Giants minus five and a half versus Bengals. I don't usually like to bet on my favorite teams, but I don't actually put money on them. 
So that's why I always take Oregon. So I think the Giants are actually going to handle the Bengals pretty well here. Steelers minus five. I agree with that. Um, Raiders minus three at the Falcons. I like that over call. I didn't take it, but I'm taking the minus three for the Raiders. I think the Raiders win. Arizona minus two at Patriots. I think Arizona is actually going to thrash them. Arizona's defense. I think Arizona's defense is going to okay. get a lot of pressure on Cam Newton. And as we see when pressure is added to Cam, he's he can't do much these days. Um, the way the Rams are playing, I'm taking Rams minus seven versus the 49ers at home in L.A. The 49ers still so banged up. They do get Mostert back. I don't think it's going to be any different because he's not going to get through Aaron Donald. Um, yeah, I think the, the Rams handled them by much more than seven. And then I'm going to go Seahawks minus five and a half in Philly. I know it's in Philadelphia, so it's different, but I think Russell Wilson continues to shred teams knowing the Rams are on their ass too. I think they continue and they have the, Mm -hmm. I think the third or second easiest schedule for the rest of the season. I mean, it's you're, you're, you're between three of your picks. It's you gave out three picks, all three yep. out of the three of the teams in the NFC, yep. in the NFC West, and that's going to be a tough race because as of right now, three yep. out of the four teams are sitting in playoff spots. The Rams seven and three, the e, uh, the Seahawks seven and three, the and Cardinals. So the six Seahawks the rest of the way play the Eagles on Monday night this week, the Giants next week, the Jets the week after. Washington the week after, Rams, 49ers. The only team with a winning record they play is the Rams in the next six weeks. So they have the easiest schedule. And yeah. the best part is, oh, well, man, the Rams game is going to be my my fantasy championship. That's tough. Everyone pray for me. <laughs> Russell Wilson's my quarterback, and I just realized that Rams game is going to be my I just realized that Rams game is going to be my fantasy championship game. Oh, wait, no. Last week Uh, is this week in one league, and then I have the bye against the Giants, and then I have – oh, Jets, Washington. Bang. But in the other league, the other league, Rams would be my championship if I make Uh, it another league. So that's tough if I make it. So I might have to pick someone up. Derek Goff could be available. The Seahawks defense is terrible. So, uh, um, fantasy gods, fantasy yeah, gods, hurt me and Garrett out this those week. Those are our picks. I need to. You're going to do it, I need bro. to run the tables, and I'm in. All right, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, so I have. Thanks. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Stay enjoy safe. Wear a mask. numbers are on the rise. Give everyone a hug. Give all your loved ones a hug. Yep. (laughs) Yep. And we will talk to you guys next week.